This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Greg Kelly Show. All right, where do we begin? George Santos or the debate last night? Uh, George Santos is gone, expelled by the House of Representatives, those dirty dogs. He deserves to be a congressman. He got more votes than... uh, Zimmerman, Bob Zimmerman, let him stay in Congress. I guess you can't. He's gone, expelled, uh, and Jamal Bowman. <laughs> if you're in fifth grade and you pull the fire alarm and there's no fire, you get expelled for that. But uh, no, he gets uh, he gets committee assignments. He gets he gets the world. Um, all right. Uh, I'm sorry to see George go, but I think he's going to be back. I'll talk about him in a little while. So the debate last night. Uh, yeah, I had a small conflict of. Uh, schedule a scheduling conflict so i couldn't watch it live but i did watch it and um what happened what do i think i think that newsom is a slimy disgusting detestable character i cannot stand that guy i think he did himself immense harm immense damage america got a look and California, you can have him. You elected this guy. That's up to you. Oh, aren't I marvelous? He's skinny. He's got the great hair. But he's a smarmy, manipulative, uh, lying jerk. And we could all see it. And we're so weirdly smug, smiling, smiling all the time. <laughs> smiling when DeSantis was talking about children dying from fentanyl. He was smiling. Like, oh, you're going to try that trick on me? I got something to say about that. So DeSantis won the debate. Uh, definitely he won on the substance, on the substance. Uh, he had the facts. He had the knowledge. He won the debate on the substance. Unfortunately, America is not a very substantive country. You can be the smartest guy in the universe and still have your ass handed to you in a debate. And some of that happened last night. I don't know what's with this guy, DeSantis, but uh, he's he's never going to have what you need to have to do this stuff. He's just he just doesn't. There's something he's got a a personality defect. There's something wrong. Um, And this happens sometimes to very, very smart people. Incredibly smart. Very, very good at books. But when it comes to people, not so good. Not so good. Um, He is a sitting governor. I'm told he did good things there, and I believe he did good things. And I believe he is a better man, far better man, a superb man in many ways. You know, you forget about this with Newsom. Newsom uh, got into big trouble. You know, his best friend when he was San Francisco mayor, he had a very good friend can't remember his name, but uh, he worked for him. His best friend was his chief of staff. And things happen in life. I understand people are attracted to each other who, you know, uh, maybe there's a conflict. Maybe somebody is married. Well, anyway, DeSantis, who was, I believe, newly single, started fooling around with his best friend's wife. It's kind of a problem, right? That's a problem. And he got caught. And what did he do? I have a problem with alcohol. That's kind of a cop-out. 
I don't know. Anyway, nobody remembers anything, it seems like. Now he's the governor. I mean, that just says something. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. You know, especially if you are the sitting mayor and you're fooling around with the chief of staff's wife. Your chief of staff. And he he's not he's not down with it. All right. So that's bad. Uh, what you know, Ron DeSantis, he's succeeded at everything he's done. Everything, right? Uh, academically, militarily, um, winning a House seat, that's a hard thing to do. Uh, becoming governor, that's a hard thing to do. Governing well, that's a hard thing to do. I guess he's run into a wall, though, because he's not good at presidential politics. So it became apparent very early on uh, that, you know, one guy is uh, better at this. However, I want to emphasize again, if you read a transcript of this debate, DeSantis wins absolutely on the substance. But the stylistic issues were so severe that it could distract you from his victory, distract you in a very big way. Let's see here. Let's start with uh, Hannity. How did Hannity do? Hannity did fine. And I like this about the debate a lot. No studio audience. That's the way they should all be. Get them the hell out of there. That's the way traditional debates go, you know. Um they go, well, traditional ba- debates like in JFK, Nixon, no no audience. And now they're hooting and hollering and the candidates play to them. This room was empty. There were three guys in it, Hannity, Newsom, and DeSantis. And they flipped the coin about who would go first. Uh, what's his name's uh, manipulation started early on, Newsom, because he, he won the coin toss. He says, oh, that guy can take it. Usually you want to get the ball first, but not uh, cut 17, please, the debate. Anytime. Please. Taxes are lower in California, but everything else is higher. Let's take a look at the numbers. These are the facts. The average property tax in California, 0.75%. Florida, 0.91%. Sales tax, California, 7.25%. Florida, 6%. Gas tax rate, California, 77 cents a gallon. That is a low estimate. It's up to a dollar when you include mandatory fees, and in Florida, it's 35 cents. Corporate income tax, California, 8.84%, Florida, 5.5%. Governor Newsom, this is yes. your question. Let me ask you. Obviously, you support a different philosophy, which Absolutely. is higher taxes. Yes. Uh, no, well, not, no, hold on. No, we, this we is have a tax a, question, Governor. This is, this is a very different, uh, a different approach, and I agree with you completely. Uh, he is one of the most regressive tax rates in the United States of America. He's the number three most regressive state in America. And what that means is simply this. Who does he tax? He taxes low-income workers more than we tax millionaires and billionaires in the state of California. The question is a simple one. Who, Ron, are you for? It's a factual lie that the state of California is high tax, has the highest tax rate. But for whom? And it's a foundational and fundamental difference. You look at states like Texas, overwhelming majority of Texans pay more taxes than the state of California. So, again, it's who you're for. And I think those values matter. And I appreciate you bringing up the issue of taxes. How many people leave Florida to go to California because they pay less taxes? Uh, I've not seen that. Are people going to, from Florida to New York because they pay less taxes? Of course not. They come to Florida because they pay lower taxes. We don't even have an income tax, and yet California has a higher sales tax than we do, and that's one of the things that we do. But here's the thing, and, and, and I'll, give, I'll give Gavin credit. He did at least admit in his first answer, he's joined at the hip with Biden and Harris. He thinks Biden and Harris have done a great job. He thinks the economy is working because of their policies for Americans, and they are not. And so what California represents 
is the Biden-Harris agenda on steroids. Uh, they would love nothing more than to get four more years uh, to be able to take the California model nationally. That would be disastrous for working people in this well, country. Let's, you know, talk about working people. They pay more in your state than the state of California charges for billionaires and millionaires. And it's just a it's value just proposition. True. It's a fact. Again, you can't make You have six up. or seven dollar a gallon gas. How do, they, how do they afford that? These are folks that are blue-collar people. You talking You're going to force everybody to buy an state. electric vehicle. How are they going to be able to afford electric vehicles if you're working class people? And I think the thing about California, they have one of the highest inequality rates because, yeah, they've got Silicon Valley billionaires. They've got a lot of very wealthy people. They've got a lot of people that are on government assistance, but they've hollowed out their middle class. That's who's been leaving California. So uh, right now, DeSantis is on fire. And you got to tell you, it's so much better audio and not video. It's uh, that that it, he's really doing great here. This is the same thing that happened. Nixon Kennedy. Everybody thought Kennedy won. Who watched on TV? Everybody who heard it on the radio thought Nixon won. Anyway, keep going. Places they let go me, to Arizona, they go to Nevada, and the they go to all these times. Let me just. just I, like I do, Biden I do is hollowing out this. I do have a follow-up hey, question. Ron, in California, Ron, I'm happy that you continue to talk. Let's talk a little bit about Bidenomics because I'm happy to take that on right now as well. And I think it's You're a fair a big point. You're a supporter of it. That's, I, I appreciate you acknowledging 14 that. 14 million jobs, 10 times more than the last three Republican presidents combined. Because he had 815,000 manufacturing that, uh, the jobs. Were because of the COVID Are you kidding 3.9 percent unemployment. As he continues to talk over me, I'll talk to the American people. 3.9 percent unemployment, the lowest black unemployment in American history, the lowest unemployment for Hispanics in American history, the lowest unemployment for women in 70 years, the lowest black poverty rates in history. That's this administration's agenda. And by the way, as you smile and smirk over there, you should know this, the American people. Here's a guy who celebrated Bidenomics just this week, celebrating $28 million that came into your state because of the Chips and Science Act, one of the most significant economic plans right. since FDR. I'm proud of the work Biden and Harris have done. Would you like to respond? And I do have a follow-up. The 6% rate on people, families, a uh, couple in California, they pay 6% income tax on $84,000 a year. Low-wage workers that's why in the state of Florida pay does. more than I mean, in our state I, I of California. I didn't California. ask about we're, Florida. We're, Governor, he is 30. Governor, but here's, let me ask, answer me. Stop. So here's a problem with, uh, with, number one, Newsom is lying like crazy. They, he, but you let him lie. You let him lie. You let him finish the lie. And then you hit him hard. This narrating and trying to talk over him, it doesn't – I don't think it works. You know what happens? You know what the best way to do it? Trump perfected this. Remember when uh, – and if you if you want to interrupt, you got to make sure you interject. you got to stop the other guy from talking. Who remembers uh, – <laughs> uh, Mr. President uh, – wait, no, 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 no. Mr. Trump, you have been calling uh, women uh, slobs, pigs, horrible people, and disgusting animals. You have re- – only Rosie O'Donnell, right? It just took that one line. How about the other one? Um, you know, I just want to say that it's a good thing that Donald Trump is uh, not running the criminal justice system because you'd be in jail, right? He wasn't nitpicking everything she said. Now, granted, I'm nitpicking everything that DeSantis said and everything that Newsom said, but uh, I'm not on the stage and I'm allowed to, and it's, it's a little bit fun to. Um, but I will say this. He sounds a hell of a lot, but when you're not looking at Ron... Ron, Ron is better. I'm sorry. He's like the twerks and the tweaks and the ticks and the tacks and the keep going. Well, let me ask the question. To let me a- to cover for his Ron, right, I may let ask him answer the, and then I'll let you answer the question. Okay. California has lower taxes 
more, lower than 32 states for working families in the middle class, significantly lower taxes than places that. like Texas. You support a 6% income tax for I'm people, against, a couple I'm against regressive taxes that advantage billionaires and millionaires over working families and the working okay. poor. People in his state pay more taxes on the low end than they, we tax people on how, the high end. That's paying a fact. How does $7 a, a gallon gas help working people? That doesn't help working people at all. <laughs> how does paying an 8% sales tax help working people? That doesn't help working people at all. Uh, they have the highest taxes in the nation. People flee to be able to save money uh, to get out of California. And you have working class people that move to these other states. Their dollars go much further. Wasn't that so much better when he lets, what's his name, Newsom finish? And then he just hits him. What about the $7 gas? And just, it really puts him in his place. But this narrating or this picking apart while the guy's speaking doesn't work. If you want to interrupt, interrupt. Interrupt. That means making the other guy shut up. And if you can't do it, or if it's not happening, just wait. And then, bam, right across the right across the face, metaphorically. All right. Now, do we have the, the opener? The opener is dynamite. The opener shows a lot as well. And uh, what else do we think here? I don't know what the hell the point was. Oh, by the way, what was the point of last night? I, I Somebody told me that DeSantis right now is really gunning for second place in Iowa. And somehow this helps him finish in second place in Iowa. I don't see it. You know who the real big, big winner was last night? Uh, two, Donald Trump. I am still totally for Trump. But I'll tell you what's going to happen Obviously, it's already started to happen, and it was noted. Um, uh, Nikki Haley is going to be number two. Nikki Haley is going to be in second place. Doesn't mean she's going to be vice president, but it's going to be Nikki Haley. And God forbid, if anything happens to Trump, um, Nikki Haley will be the person they uh, they go to. And the establishment desperately, desperately wants Trump gone. Um, And that concerns me. (laughs) It also excites me because we know the harder they fight against Trump, the better Trump gets. But when they tell themselves it's a clear and present danger, that means they will break the law. They already have to stop him. All right. There are a couple of more important things from that. There's the George Santos stuff. You know, I talked to him, actually. I don't talk to many members of Congress. I don't talk to many people. off here. The moment you become friends with these people, it becomes very problematic. But I've been very upfront about it. I like this guy, Santos. I think he's getting a bum deal. And uh, it's a disgrace what they did to him. An absolute disgrace. And you Long Island Republicans, <laughs> you're just so embarrassed you couldn't figure this out uh, initially. You know, you interviewed the guy. He told you he went to college and he didn't. That's on you. Nobody voted for George Santos because he did or did not go to Baruch College. All right? That's on you guys. And I think this was all a re- revenge plot of some kind that I don't fully understand, but I'm going to get to the bottom of. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly. On 77 WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. 
The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. The Greg Kelly Show. Sorry, thank you very much. We have a whole load of uh, Grimaldi's pizza, enough to feed um, um, the class of uh, Garden City High School, class of '87. There's a lot of pizza down there. What's going? What, what's the occasion? Anybody? No, it's that's a Happy Friday, right? And it's December, December first. Oh, by the way, that's wonderful. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Pardon me. All right. Here's the case against George Santos. Um, I'm always rooting for the underdog, and that's part of it. That's part of why I like George Santos. But here's this uh, Michael Guest is his name, a Republican. Would Democrats ever treat each other like this? No. Here's Michael Guest laying into uh, George Santos. Cut 18, please. Mr. Speaker, George Santos has built his persona, his personal and political life, on a foundation of lies. Many of those lies are well documented. We know that Mr. Santos lied about his education, both graduate and postgraduate, claiming that he attended universities where he was never enrolled, claiming that he obtained degrees that he did not earn. We know that Mr. Santos lied about his employment when he claimed that he worked for two prestigious financial institutions Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. Now, if he did lie about that, why would he lie? (laughs) I'd be less likely to vote for one of those guys. Uh, But lying about your academic career, uh, lying about uh, degrees, saying you graduated when you didn't, saying uh, all kinds of stuff about your awards. Where have we heard that story before, huh? Ring a bell? Joe Biden, every day of his life. Um, he blew himself up just for a little while back in 1987. Everything, everything, he's yelling at some guy he wants to vote for him. This is in New Hampshire, 1987. Joe Biden, arrogant fool, running for president, thinks he can just get away with bold-faced lies. Everything he's about to say. Actually, you'll hear a little chime. We count all the chimes. Everything he's about to say is a lie. Cut 19. What law school did you attend, and where did you place in that class? And the other question oh, is, could you quickly... I, I think, we I, I, think I probably have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. In the first year in law school, I decided I didn't want to be in law school and ended up in the bottom two-thirds of my class and then decided I wanted to stay, went back to law school, and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I won the international moot court competition. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees. We're going to a break. I'll keep counting the bells and let you know how many when we come back. Listening to the Greg Kelly Show. Let's talk a little bit about Bidenomics because I'm happy to take that on right now as well. And I think it's You're a fair a big point. You're a supporter of it. That's, I, I appreciate you acknowledging 14 that. 14 million jobs, 10 times more than the last three Republican presidents combined. Because he had 800, a 
15,000 manufacturing the, the, the jobs, jobs were because 3. of the COVID lockdowns. Are you kidding 3.9% unemployment. As he continues to talk over me, I'll talk to the American people. 3.9% unemployment, the lowest black unemployment in American history, the lowest unemployment for Hispanics in American history, the lowest unemployment for women in 70 years, the lowest black poverty rates in history. That's this administration's agenda. And by the way, as you smile and smirk over there, you should know this, the American people. Here's a guy who celebrated Bidenomics just this week, celebrating $28 million that came into your state because of the Chips and Science Act, one of the most significant right. economic Did you hear how he uh, stopped? That's where he just said, uh, I'm going to look right at the American people, right? I'm going to talk right to the American people while you just chirp. I actually didn't like that. I know some people think that's really effective. Uh, it was effective that he's pointing out, yeah, you're just talking. I'm going to that was effective, but the part where I'm going to talk to the American people, that seems a little bit uh, holier than thou. You know, we know that it's a debate. We know you're you're supposed to debate the guy next to you. You're not supposed to just talk to us, right? You can do that in a speech. This is a debate. You're supposed to debate the guy next to you. I didn't actually like that uh, all that much. But I thought also the beginning of the thing last night. Am I talking about this too much? I find it very, I mean, I find the totally thing fascinating. I really did. Um, unfortunately, neither of these guys, well, DeSantis. For DeSantis, he's not going to be president ever, ever. He doesn't have it. He just, whatever, he just doesn't. He's, um, you can't imagine, try to think of him at the cabinet table being the president of the United States. He, he can't do that. He'd be totally freaked out, totally overwhelmed. It's beyond his uh, capacity. Sorry, but it's true. And um, very smart, good governor, one substantively, Hey, it shouldn't be hard to de- to debate a guy like Gavin Newsom, a lightweight failed governor like Gavin Newsom. So you can win the debate. That doesn't mean you're supposed to be president. And to me, actually, it looked like uh, DeSantis wanted to be governor of California. That's how he was running. These are the first words out of his mouth. Here's uh, here's Hannity setting it all up, and then you hear uh, from DeSantis. I think this is the first question. Go ahead. So, Governor DeSantis, we had a coin toss. I was not part of it. I missed it. Um, but apparently, Governor Newsom, you won the coin toss. Um, and you chose to let Governor DeSantis right. have the first question. You will get the last word Good. tonight. Uh, so I begin with you. You know, for Governor Newsom, I will ask, you know, what your response is on this as well. What do you, it's a simple question. How do you explain this phenomenon? What, Governor, what's going on? When I was in the Navy, I got orders to go to Naval Amphibious Base Coronado in Southern California. And I was a lifeline Floridian, but I went there and I was like, man, this is one of the most beautiful places on Earth. And I think California has more natural advantages than any state in the country. Stop. You- I'm sorry, but maybe because I was in the military, I think that was a little bit much with his military reference. It's always talking about his resume. You got a great resume. When you got a great resume, I don't think you have to talk about it as much. I just, I don't know. Um, but keep going. Almost have to try to mess California up. Yeah, that's what Gavin Newsom has done since he's been governor. He's the first governor to ever lose population. They actually, at one point, ran out of U-Hauls in the state of California because so many people were leaving. Stop. Of course, he- the first words, the first name out of his mouth is is Gavin Newsom. He's running for president. He could have been indicting the entire country. That's what he. That's the big part. He was running against. Debating Gavin Newsom, he should have been debating Joe Biden, right? You have to defend Biden. He didn't do that enough. He did that some. I just feel like this is right. He sounds like he's running for governor. He's failed California. What about the country, man? You want to be president. You're 
You're above this guy. Keep going. He's imposed restrictions on his own people while exempting himself from those restrictions and going to the French laundry while his people were suffering. He led the country in school closures, locking kids out of school while he had his own kids in private school in person. Now, he's very good at spinning these, these tales. He's good at, at being slick and slippery. He'll, he'll tell a blizzard of lies to be able to try to mask the failures. But the reality is they have failed because of his leftist ideology. And the choice for America is this. What Biden and Harris and Newsom want to do is take the California model and do that nationally. In Florida, we show that conservative principles work. This country must choose freedom over failure. Governor Newsom, your reaction? Well, it's good to be with you, Sean. It's nice also to see you in a, a tie as well tonight. Good to be with you, uh, Ron. And I, I, imagine, I dressed up for the occasion, you Governor. Dressed, no, I'm, I'm impressed. And Stop. I'm look, uh, I mean, that's smooth, you got to admit, right? The very first thing, out of, and all kind of seasoned candidates do that. They ask you a tough question. Well, first of all, I'd like to thank the League of Women Voters. They're like, you know, did you, did you... Beat your wife in 1987. I'll get to that in a moment. But first, I'd like to thank the Wheat League of Women Voters and ABC for hosting us and Fox News for uh, facilitating this. Then you get around to the question. That's what DeSantis, they're both career politicians. I, uh, he's smooth. Smooth to a fault, though. He gets very, very smarmy. But that was good. you got to admit, right? And you got Hannity eating out of his hand. Oh, they're flirting almost. Come on, Sean. All right, keep going. It's an important occasion. This is an important conversation, and, and, I, and I think it's important to the folks watching. They're probably wondering, what are we actually doing here? And, and, and I want to answer that very directly. I'll tell you why I'm here. I'm, I'm here uh, to tell the truth about the Biden-Harris record and also compare and contrast Ron DeSantis's record and the Republican Party's record contrast that's as different as daylight and darkness. You want to bring us back to a pre-1960s world, America in reverse. Uh, you want to roll back hard-earned national rights on voting rights, on civil rights, on LGBTQ rights, on women's rights, not just access to abortion, but also access to contraception. You want to weaponize grievance. You are focusing on false separateness. You in particular, Ron, are on a banning binge, a cultural purge, intimidating and humiliating people you disagree with. You and President Trump are really trying to light democracy on fire. So, Sean, there are profound differences tonight, and I look forward to engaging them. But there's one thing in closing that we have in common is neither of us will be the nominee for our party in 2024. Governor, um, stop for a second. See, he's a great opening statement. He was talking to Newsom, Hannity, uh, but it was a better opening statement. It was an opening statement. Uh, what else about that? That uh, I thought that was really nasty, right? Isn't this supposed to be? Didn't isn't it like a scrimmage, like an intramural game, like before the real season? I think that's what people had in mind, right? Let's have a little bit of fun here, but no, they're they're trying to murder each other up there. We're neither one of us. The guy, give the guy. I don't know. I don't. That was mean. But DeSantis is going to get mean too, and good for him. Keep going. Statement, but it didn't address the issue. Can you explain this migration out of California and going to red I mean, state? You mean, state? Well, hold on. You, you mean the, the, the last two years, more Floridians going to California than Californians going to Florida? No, I, I put it's up on, I put up on just, the By the way, that's going to be fun to fact check. So we'll just start right there. California has no peers. Uh, California dominates. Size of 21 state 
populations combined. It's the fifth largest economy in the world. We dominate number one manufacturing state. We dominate in two-way trade and research and development, uh, access to innovation, more scientists, more researchers, more engineers, more Nobel laureates in the state of California than any other state in the nation, the finest system of higher education. It's the birthplace of life science and biotech and nanotechnology. We dominate in green tech. We dominate in high tech. We dominate in artificial intelligence. So with respect, I think it's an interesting campaign strategy for Ron DeSantis to be bashing a state of 40 million Americans when California simply has no peers. Well, that, that's a pretty slick way of not answering your question. He went on a binge of putting out a lot of left-wing platitudes. Here's what I would say. Excellent. I, I talked to a lot of the people that have moved from California to Florida, and we never used to get people from California to Florida or really anywhere on the East Coast. Why would you leave California? It's got the best weather, Ron, great Ron, natural forces. Excuse me, yeah, sir. Last so, but one of the things that I did, I had uh, I was talking to a gentleman, a couple. Guys, I guys, I'm going to let this, to a, I'm going to let the debate breathe. But it's his turn. Let's take, let's take turns. So I was talking to a fella who had made the move from California uh, to Florida. And he was telling me that Florida is much better governed, uh, safer, better budget, uh, lower taxes, all this stuff. And he's really happy with the quality of life. And then he paused and he said, oh, by the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law. So we do count Gavin's in-laws as some of the people that have fled California um, and come to the state of Florida. And, and why, are we, why are we getting people to come? We have a 50-year hey, low in the crime rate. Was that below the belt? I thought it was pretty good. Actually, it's funny. You notice nobody laughed because nobody is there to laugh. There's no studio audience. Everybody would be hooting and hollering and going crazy. So he's married to some woman named Jennifer Siebel. Jennifer Seibel. She's very pretty, by the way. Let's see who her old man is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, that's quite a dig, huh? I mean, that's really, let's see here. I uh, was born in uh, Kenneth Seibel. Let's look him up. Get him on the show. Kenneth Seibel Jr., an investment manager. Sounds like a rich guy. Keep going. You don't see in the last 10 years, we've had a 45% decline in homelessness. California's had a 45% increase in homelessness. We back the blue. I was walking the streets of San Francisco a couple months ago, and I had some of the cops in San Francisco do a beeline to come over to me, and I didn't know what they were going to say. And they're like, we want to thank you for standing for law enforcement because we don't get that support in the All state right. of California. So people understand me... quality of life matters. They understand that Florida's doing it right. And I can tell you the numbers speak for themselves. We have way more Let people move moving on. to this state than leaving. Gavin can't say the opposite. More people are leaving California than are moving into more California. Let me, let me... All right. Hey, uh, Kenneth Seibel, a uh, move to, let's see here, Naples, Florida, in March of 2020, bought a $3.3 million house. It's kind of throwing that guy under the bus a little bit, right? I don't think that Kenneth wanted that to come up during a debate. That's actually what I thought was pretty nasty. I actually don't give him much credit. I think it's a betrayal. I think it's a betrayal. That could that could uh, bring real problems in the uh, to that guy, right? Why did I ever talk to that guy? He just, you know, the anecdote drew a sneer from Newsom, who struggled to spin the fact. Yeah, he, he was spinning, spinning, spinning. Um, yeah. What do you think? What serious? Ava, what do you think? What do you think of that? Right, bringing up the old man like that, the in-law. I don't know. It seems like kind of a low blow. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Andrew, what do you think? Not, oh, not at all a low blow. And he should have responded. But I have a good Honeymooners reference where 
Ralph uh, Norton says, but who hit me in the head with the bat? You did, You did, Ralph. you did, you did, you did. I know. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. I'm looking for somebody to agree with me right now. Peggy in Staten Island. Hello. Peggy, turn that television off. Uh, Owen in Wisconsin. Yeah, hi, Greg. Uh, I want to tell you why he's losing with women, but first your Who's reference to he? his. Who's he? Who's he? Okay. Is he lo- I don't even know that. Is he losing with women? I mean, I think he's losing overall. He's losing to Trump, obviously. He's going to lose it if he doesn't get the Republican House, uh, the Democrat Housewife. But you made a reference uh, a moment ago to his military reference, to his work in, in, in the Navy. Yeah. Every time that you talk about what you did landing carriers in the, on carriers in the middle of the night, yeah. you grow an inch taller with guys like me because most of us could not do that. You're too modest about it. That takes a measure of courage to land something with a jet engine on on a deck in the middle of the night with just a couple of lights to go by. You don't tip your hat enough for that. And so now that I've, I've complimented you, let me tell you what I think his big problem is. And you're in radio, and I think you're going to realize this nails it, his voice. DeSantis has a very whiny kind of sing-songy voice that comes from up here in your uh-oh. We lost him for some reason. What happened? Oh, we, it's our – hey, Owen, uh, our, it's our phone system. Sorry about that. Uh, he didn't say anything wrong or anything like that. Sorry. Um, call back if you can. Yeah, I know. The voice is a problem, but it's not just his uh, voice. It's – he put his hands on his hip at one point. You know, he doesn't know where to look. When Oh, when DeSantis – the first question, did you notice? Uh, Newsom was looking at him. He was assessing his competition. Every time Newsom talked um, – and especially when Newsom was talking about DeSantis, DeSantis wouldn't look at him. DeSantis, like, he was, like, just smiling and awkward and shifting. And it was almost like he was afraid to look at that guy. So, um, all right. Are we done? I think we're done. Although, 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 um, Matt Gates, major hero, major, major hero in my book. Uh, maybe talking to him later. Situation in Israel is still, gosh, something weird is going on, though. Have you seen the fake babies that Hamas is walking around with and trying to pass them off as victims of Israeli aggression? They're dolls. They are at their dolls. They found these. They're walking around with dolls and pretending them pretending that they're human beings. It is wild. And uh, what would you expect from a bunch of terrorists? I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. You're listening to The Greg Kelly Show. Since the beginning of this Congress, there's only two ways you get expelled. You get convicted of a crime... Or you participated in the Civil War. (laughs) Neither apply to George Santos. Mr. Santos hasn't been convicted of anything, but we haven't even moved to expel the people who have. The fact pattern as to Mr. Santos is remarkably similar to the fact pattern of former Representative Duncan Hunter. Duncan Hunter used campaign money on girlfriends and trips and home improvements and all sorts of personal lavishes. He was indicted for those crimes and continued to serve in Congress. Whatever Mr. Santos did with Botox or OnlyFans, 
is far less concerning to me than the indictment against Senator Menendez, who's holding gold bars inscribed with Arabic on them from Egypt while he is still getting classified briefings today. Isn't that wild? So true. Menendez. Remember Menendez? Yeah, he's <laughs> he was indicted once before on trial. Uh, I think it was a mistrial. The jury locked or whatever. But he was a U.S. senator the entire time. And he's a U.S. senator right now, even though he's already been arrested. He's been indicted. Uh, and he's a U.S. senator. He, why is he a U.S. senator? Even though some people want him to resign, he doesn't want to resign. So he's not resigning. They're not trying to expel him. But they're trying to expel Poor George. Well, not trying. They already did. He's an ex-congress. He's an ex-congressman right now. It worked. It worked. And I don't think it is unprecedented. Civil war or conviction of a crime, not just accused, not just indicted. Conviction. Matt Gates is a superstar. I tell you what. Uh, so articulate, so smart, so bold, um, unafraid. I just really, he's doing what he needs to be doing. And watching that yesterday, it was it was impressive to see him, Clay Higgins, another guy. What did Clay say? Where did Clay Higgins go? Did he say anything that I, uh... yeah, actually, uh, he's a Republican from Louisiana, and he stood up. He stood up. Uh, cut 29. Colleagues, you can believe what you like, but the 56-page investigative subcommittee report is most certainly not written within the parameters normally found in an unbiased, impartial investigative report. It's filled with conjecture, opinion, and pejorative language that no professional investigative report should include, no experienced cop would, would present to a DA, and no impartial DA would ever present to a court as unbiased. Huh. And that's a, he's a professional law enforcement officer, Clay Higgins. I like him a lot. I really do. He's another guy who's totally on it when it comes to January 6th. This guy is the first to inform the world, including me, that there may have been FBI agents inside the Capitol dressed as MAGA Trump supporters waiting for the crowd to arrive on January 6th. How about that one? And lately he thinks that there may have been hundreds, hundreds of FBI agents slash endor FBI human intel sources in the crowd. Now, what's the significance of that? They should have stopped it. Or did they instigate it? Did they not want it to stop? Brenda in New Jersey, hello. Hi, Greg. Thanks so much for taking my call. I sure. love your show. Thanks. Uh, I have to ask you, would you entertain doing a debate between uh, uh, Gavin Newsom and my president, Donald Trump, who I love? Uh, you want me to moderate the debate? Yeah, I do. All right. Well, number one, uh, Trump should not debate DeSantis. That's not going to happen. He doesn't have to. DeSantis is 60 points behind, whatever it is. However, I would love to moderate a debate. I think that'd be, and Hannity did some good things. The way the, the way the questions were backed up visually by facts from pretty much, you know, accepted sources, even though they're sometimes fake news, the CDC, the GAO, people like that. And my job, and he did the same thing last night, would be just to make sure everybody's talking the, the same amount of time. Got to make sure, that, you know, like it's a half-hour, 90-minute debate. You want everybody, two guys each get about 45 minutes. You got to keep it. But that's it. I'd be very inconspicuous. 
I, uh, I, I, but I'd love to do it. But I w- it would not be like my show. It would not be like this show. I wouldn't be opinionated. I would really be a guy who presses buttons, and and that's pretty much it. Hopefully, I'd say like fifteen words. I wouldn't be out to make a name for myself or make a splash or go viral. I would just facilitate the conversation. And uh, Hannity did a, a lot of that last night. Good for him. And you never know. Maybe I will. It's been mentioned before.